morning, everyone. It's good to see you all. Again, thank you for being here. For those of you joining us on our online stream today, we thank you for being with us as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. My brothers and sisters in Christ, modern technology is incredible. I learned something new yesterday, you know what it was? That there are now glasses that people who are legally blind, they've developed these glasses that a person who's legally blind can wear them and what these glasses do is incredible. These glasses will take an image and will magnify the image in such a way that the good parts of the person's eye are, are utilized and the person is able to see. Think about this thing. I couldn't believe it when I saw this yesterday. If you, if you go to YouTube and you Google blind people see for the first time, you'll get some choices as to these glasses, and you can see how they work. Absolutely incredible, incredible. It works just like hearing implants do. They magnify a signal, and blind people are able to see. Think about that for a second. I share that with you this morning because today's gospel reading, our Lord and Savior healed the man who was born blind. This morning, I want to share with you four simple and quick thoughts regarding this gospel lesson, because I think they're significant. And the first is this, that obviously the man was born, right? Now, we know his name. His name is Bartimaeus. And we know this because in St. Mark's gospel, St. Mark identifies this blind man as Bartimaeus. And he was a beggar. Now blindness in the ancient world was a common disease. And healing from being blind was very, very, very rare. And even though there is, I believe, in the Old Testament law, and David could probably share more about that with us, but in the Old Testament law, I believe that it says that the people of Israel were supposed to take care of those who were blind. Right? Among others, that's right. But you have to remember there was a social stigma with blindness back then. Remember in St. John's Gospel in chapter 9, when Jesus healed the blind man, what did the disciples ask Jesus? Master, who sinned, this man or his parents, and he was born blind? So there was this social stigma regarding blindness, right? And even though this was a mistaken assumption, Nevertheless, it caused these poor people who, were, who had been blind back then to be in tremendous need. They became, they became beggars. Now these people, there was a whole group of crowd of people who were going to Jerusalem through Jericho. Because remember, they were going to celebrate the Passover. Jesus was heading to his crucifixion and he was going through Jericho because that was kind of the place where people stopped to kind of rest a little bit on their way to the Passover. So Jesus was going to his crucifixion, right? And he runs across this blind man. 
And what does the crowd say? As there was excitement in the crowd. The crowd was like Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. The second point. The blind man's belief. What did Bartimaeus say when he asked, what's going on? Who's passing by? What's all the excitement? What did the people say? Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. What did then the blind man say? Jesus, son of David, right? Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now you got to remember that this whole son of David was a messian is a messianic title. Whenever you see somebody refer to Jesus the son of David in the Bible, it means that they recognize that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is God. Jesus from Nazareth is where he's from. That's like saying Father James from Washington State. <laughs> right? So Jesus of Nazareth is where Jesus was from. But here's this blind man who saw Jesus, even though he was blind spiritually, he saw Jesus as God. Perhaps this blind man had heard of other miracles that our Lord and Savior did in the lives of other people. Perhaps this blind man heard what Jesus preached in the, in the synagogue in chapters 4, verses 18 in St. Luke's Gospel, where Jesus preached in the synagogue, and I quote, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath appointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of the sight to the blind. And maybe this blind man had heard these teachings of Jesus and what he was saying, and all the great miracles that he was, he was doing. So he thought to himself, maybe there's hope for me. So a Jesus of Nazareth was passing by, the blind man, knowing he was God, recognizing him as God, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy. Third point. What did the crowd do? Here was this man yelling out. What was the response of the crowd? Do you remember? They tried to stop him. They were saying, be quiet. They were trying to hush him, right? And what did Jesus, and what did the blind man do? I love this. I love this in scripture. He cried out all the more. <laughs> you know? He cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. He wouldn't be muzzled. He was bold. He was bold in his convictions. He chose to not listen to the crowd. And he shouted out even louder than before. In essence, back then, he broke all the cultural rules of etiquette. Because you see, it wasn't appropriate for him to be yelling out to Jesus. But he didn't want Jesus to get away. This might be his only chance to receive mercy and healing that he so desperately needed. So he cried out all the more in boldness, Lord, have mercy on me. Do we cry out in boldness, my brothers and sisters of Christ, from the depths of our hearts for our faith? Do we cry out with boldness proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord? Do we cry out in boldness when you and I have the challenge in our life that we want our God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, 
to be a part of, to transform, and even to heal? Do we cry out with boldness? This man would not be Muslim. And because of that, the Lord stopped him. And what was the question he asked? Bartimaeus, remember? What do you want me to do for you? Now, do you think Jesus, knowing this man's heart, do you think our Lord and the Savior Jesus Christ knew what Bartimaeus wanted? Yes or no? Yes. yes, absolutely. He knew what Bartimaeus wanted. He knew that Bartimaeus wanted to be healed of his blindness. Right? So, why did he ask Bartimaeus what he wanted? Because he wanted the crowd to hear. He wanted the, the crowd to see the miracle that he was going to do for this man. And what did Bartimaeus say? It was a simple answer. Lord, that I may receive my sight. That is what I want you to do for me. The fourth and final point. This man received a tremendous blessing. Because he received his sight and he was saved. He received not one blessing, but he received two blessings. So here is a spiritual principle, my brothers and sisters in Christ, that we should never forget. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ always, always, always responds to faith. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is looking for those of us who are blind today. People who will exercise faith and cry out for mercy. Because Jesus loves to answer prayers like that by healing us spiritually from the inside and giving us spiritual sight and insight as he moves us out of darkness into the light. He wants us for me. He wants us for you. And what happened? Immediately the man received his sight and glorified and praised God. Think of the blessings that this man now has in his life. He can see. He has greater spiritual sight. He's following Jesus and praising Him. Look at all of the blessings this man has received in his life because he was bold in his proclamation, because he's recognized Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He acknowledged his blindness. He knew he needed help. He knew he couldn't do it without the Lord. And look at the blessings that God has given you. Something to think about for you and for me, my brothers in Christ. Something to think about for, the, for all of us as we walk our journey in Christ unto his glory. So I leave you this morning with this illustration. To conclude with this illustration. There's a story of this man who was a missionary. And so he was going to different churches to try to raise money for his mission trip. And he went to this one church, he couldn't bring his family, so he was alone. So instead of staying, staying in a hotel, the parish, the caretaker put him up in, a, in one of the parish's homes that was right on the property there. And as he was sleeping that night, all of a sudden he was awakened by, he was awakened by sirens. How many of you have woken up in the middle of the night in a different place, and because you're in a different place, you're a little bit disoriented, not quite sure where you're at. 
It's happened to me. It's probably happened to most of us. So this man heard these sirens and he all of a sudden became really scared. So what does he do? He, he, he jumps out of bed and going to the place where he thought the door was because he thought he was in his home, he was disoriented, thinking that he was in his own bedroom, he goes to the place where he thought the door was and runs right to the wall. <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> and then he's searching around frantically because the sirens are loud and things are just a little bit confusing. And he opens the door and he runs into a whole bunch of clothes in the closet. And he's just so disoriented, he's so disoriented, he finally finds the light switch. He turns it, flips it on, and it doesn't work. And he panics. He panics. So what does he do? He cries for help. Caretaker, help me, help me. I'm, I'm, what is going on? I'm afraid this building's on fire. Something's happening. The sirens are blurting, and I don't know what's going on, and I'm scared. All of a sudden, the caretaker walks into the room. He says, Jim, are you okay? He goes, no, I'm not okay. I'm, I'm freaking out here. <laughs> you know? And the caretaker says, I'm so sorry that light didn't work. There's something wrong with electricity in this, in, this, in this house, and sometimes it goes out. I'm sorry the light didn't work. Don't worry, I'm going to take care of it for you. And the missionary, and Jim, the missionary, said, thank you, my friend, for coming for coming to make sure I was okay. He goes, by the way, what were all the sirens about? He said, oh, the next door neighbor, we thought they were here. The next door neighbor was having a heart attack, but it didn't turn out to be the case. It's absolutely nothing. Everything, everything is okay. Think about the story in the context of today's gospel lesson. He was this missionary, right? He woke up startled. He was in darkness and he knew it. He couldn't get out on his own. He knew he needed help, and he knew the owner could help him. He knew he had to cry to get help, and he didn't let embarrassment keep him from crying out. He experienced the joy of finally being able to thank his friend for saving him. My brothers and sisters in Christ, the greatest gift this gospel reading can give us is to lead me and you and all of us to the place where we can say, Lord, I am too in darkness to one degree or another. I can't get out of my own. I need your help. Lord, Son of David, have mercy on me. What do you want me to do for you? He asked Bartimaeus. And he asks me and you and I, all of us, the same question today. What do you want me to do for you? And if we can answer that question, and with boldness proclaim and believe that Christ will bless us and lead us to a place of healing that will lead us from darkness into, into the light. The abundance of blessings in our lives will be many. And we will be able to share those blessings with others into the glory of God. Amen. May our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ bless us all and keep us in His care all this day and all days. Amen.